winning by a lot. 93.3 and AM 560. That's why I listen to KWTO. Time for another snake draft on the Elijah Har Show. Come on, slither snake. Vote for your favorite list on Twitter at 933KWTO or on the Elijah Har Show Facebook page. Alright, it's Monday, which means it's time for snake draft. Teased it already, but our snake draft today, jobs that are disappearing. Garrett, I got clarification questions. Are we doing jobs that are gone? Or jobs that will be gone. I, I think you can kind of mix and match here. You get to call your shot if you want to, but you also... Well, I got to know. Am I picking elevator operators? Well, now you're just throwing picks away. Oh, well, but, I mean, th- those jobs don't even exist anymore. Are we I, doing those jobs? I feel like oh we should have discussed this before the draft started. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> All right. You want me to go first? I'm going first. Go right. first. He, I'm going to pick. My focus is going to be on jobs that are disappearing or going to disappear in the next 10, 15 years. Cashiers. Cashiers are going away. Listen, I, I may or may not like it. In fact, I don't like it. Walmart, McDonald's, you name it. Everything is a mechan- like a robot. Everything is just a you swipe it yourself. We're not, we're not going to let these, these machines unionize. So we're just going to have machines instead of cashiers. They're disappearing fast. There's going to be some spots, you know, where they can't disappear totally. But I would say in the next decade, cashier's positions down 90%, maybe 95%. That's my number one pick. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a good pick. Mine's a, a somewhat similar vein of automation taking over the jobs. Um, I'm going to go, and this one's, again, really sad for me, and it's going to be frustrating. It always has been. Actual customer service representatives. Uh, yeah. yeah. At some point, you got to be able to hit zero enough times to get somebody, right? You have to. I've gotten to the point now to where as soon as I pick up the phone calling any customer service person, I immediately just say representative, 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 representative. <laughs> and eventually... Operator, operator, yeah, operator. It usually works. Um, sometimes it doesn't. I won't name the uh, pharmacy that I was trying to pick up my COVID drugs from, but uh, it was all fully There's automated. your problem right there, getting them COVID drugs. Well, yeah, no, I took it for Vitamin two days. Vitamin D is not hard to get. It literally, the drug that they gave me literally, literally left a bad taste in my mouth, and so I stopped <laughs> taking it. Um, shout out Paxlovid. But customer service, it's going downhill quickly. Eventually, we won't be able to talk to real people, and it's it's frustrating. Can I go? Can I go with a football one here? You could, whatever you want to do. Because the fullback, unfortunately. Oh, that's a good pick. That's outside the box. Is, that's a nice one. It's slowly dying, and it's really sad to see. Um, you you still have certain fullbacks in the league right now. Uh, Kyle Uzcheck of the Forty ers Patrick Ricard, who had his biggest reception. I, I of have his no idea who these people even are on the Ravens. Yeah, these are these are fullbacks. These are big body guys. Who's the guys. most famous fullback of all time? I don't feel like. Oh, because I feel like at one point they were big, but I don't. I can't think of any. I'm drawing a complete blank. Bronco on... Nagarski. Who is yeah, that? A real name? Like the 40s. Yeah, Daryl Johnson with the Cowboys was a really good fullback. I'm trying. I mean, I I know all of the current guys yeah, really you're, well. You're like a babe they're... in arms. You can't even remember the big ones. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, John Cunn. 
of the Packers. That was only that was the early two thousands. What about so like the problem is a few guys that were like the game the body breakers like Jerome Bettis and Jim Brown. I don't think they were true fullbacks. No. They were more run just big, strong halfbacks. Yeah, so full fullbacks. Full but a, I don't know it ever really it existed as a position, but did it really? The fullbacks used to be the the goons of football, whose yeah. whole goal was to go in there and just absolutely wreck somebody. On a running play, you have them lined up to where it's quarterback, fullback, running back, and the fullback just goes through the hole, plows the way, literally, for the running back to make it through. And with the innovation of the passing offense and the spread offense, the fullback, most teams don't even have a fullback anymore listed on their roster, and it's sad to see. All right, uh, my turn next. I'm going to say pro-life Democrats. <laughs> 20 years ago, the Republicans won the majority in the Missouri legislature, and it was a dogfight. We were winning in Jefferson County, and you know, you know, we were going to these old old counties and winning these seats. And it all happened because the Democratic Party said you can't be pro-life and be a Democrat. And in areas like Cape County, Jefferson County, you had a bunch of union guys who... They voted for pro-life Democrats who were, I always like the line, pro-life, pro-gun, pro-union. That was the thing. Buchanan County, Jefferson County, that was a thing for a long time. And then the National Party, the National Democrats, basically said, you cannot support babies and be a Democrat. You just can't do that. You got you to gotta kill them or you got to get out. And so the Republicans took over in, in the legislature primarily because we won all of these rural areas that we didn't have a path on before. And and so now you'll hear occasionally some groaning and gnashing of teeth in the legislature that, well, you know, we got some moderates. Well, they're not moderates. They're pro-life, pro-gun, pro-union, who 20 years ago might have been a Democrat, but now they're Republican. And guess what? We work with those guys. Those guys are awesome. Um, They're they're a a credit to the party, and it's one of the reasons we're such a pro-life state. So pro-life Democrats, that's my number two pick. And it's sad to see that, even though Republicans are usually called the the radicals in the mainstream media, that this is where we're at. Where it we're used the real to big be, tent. Let's be honest. We're the what? The big tent. We take everybody. Oh, I get what pro you're life, saying. Pro life, pro Democrat, pro union. We may think largely that the unions uh, have outlived the uni- usefulness, but if you're a pro life, pro gun, pro union guy, we want you. Yeah, exactly. As long as you know you're supporting mostly Republican ideals, and as long as you're not celebrating genital mutilation and uh, the murder of babies, then yeah, we'll take you on. Like it's a very low bar for, for to, to join the Republican party at this point. And I think that's a good thing. Now you might be seen as a moderate or a rhino or something like that, but I'll tell you what, I'd rather have a rhino voting on the Republican ticket than a rhino voting for the Democrats. So I'll, I'll, I'll take it any day. All right. Uh, number three pick. And I feel like this one's going to lose me the draft because everybody's going to root for this job to be obsolete, telemarketers. People don't do that anymore, primarily because it's all automated. You just get drone robocalls about, have you signed up for your Medicare? If not, click one, and we will be patched through to another robot that will tell you why you should be on Medicare. Telemarketers, by and large, just don't do that. If they do exist, a lot of those jobs have been sent overseas. I know we got a couple places in Springfield still, but that used to be a pretty regular job where a normal normal person who didn't have a college degree and needed to make some, some quick cash could go be a telemarketer. And that job has all but disappeared for live human Americans. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, and that's a good thing. You're right. Like, people are going to celebrate that more often than not. Because do you ever, if it's a real person and somehow you can tell that a telemarketer is real, do you feel just as bad hanging up on them as you do the robocallers? Or do you, do you kind of, I'll still hang up on them in a heartbeat. I mean, robocallers, like, I, I, you could tell you just automatically hang up. Live, there's at least a, a, a maybe you let them get to their first question. Be like, is this a, is this a telemarketer? I'm not interested. Yeah, exactly. So, and I used to have to cold call people, and it was the worst. Oh, it's terrible because you know that they don't like you. Like you know, whoever you're calling, and it's not that they don't like you; it's just you're interfering with their day. Yeah. So I I always get frustrated. I like that phones now, at least my my phone, will say robocall at the bottom of it. Awesome. It's the best because I'll still sometimes take the call, and it's immediately a. Boop, boop. Hello. Thank you for receiving this phone call. It's like, okay, well, you're not even trying. Like, you're not even trying to sound human at this point. All, All right, right, what you got next? Yep, you took a political one. I want to take a political one, too. Um, I'm going to take full-termed speakers. Oh! I think the job, the job of being a speaker of the U.S. House for two years has officially become completely obsolete i don't think it will ever 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 happen again because here's the thing if you're too bland and boring half of the party will vote you out and if you're too radical and trying to get things done and ruffling feathers the other half of the party will vote you out and i'm not talking about 50 percent and 50 percent. i'm talking about five percent and five percent or literally five people and five people on either side of the radical to non-radical spectrum of the party. So I think full-term speakers are done. I think they're over. I had a prediction in 2020 that we'd probably never see a re-elected president again either just because there's everybody has so many different opinions and well, nobody can work. You don't think we'll see a re-elected president? I don't think any president for a long time serves two terms. Oh, just, that's super. Well, first off, demonstrably i think you're wrong because either biden or trump i think wins this next election which means somebody's serving two terms exactly i don't think they're consecutive okay i think i think the president has to ruffle so many feathers on either side of the aisle and we truly do not have a we we don't have two parties anymore we have four at the very least where it's radical democrats reasonable democrats which can sound like an oxymoron but truly isn't yeah what's an example of a reasonable democrat a reasonable democrat would be i'm, I'm tr- the the guys that you talked about most of them have moved over to the republican side but you Billy have your guys got it. that are pro union but they're they don't really want to take away guns i mean what well, compared to aoc and rashida to leave yeah, anyone not there's a lot reasonable. of reasonable democrats left i i think there are a couple and that you know, and they still are the the swamp side of the Democratic Party, where they're buddies with the unelected bureaucrats and things like that, and so they can they can get some bills passed and some things done just with the influence they have. You also have what some people would call the rhinos. You can call them moderates. You can call them swamp. You can call them whatever you want. The truth is, Mitt Romney won several elections in his home state, and is he's going to be sticking around for a long time? He won one election in his home state. He well, guys oh, that's like true. Him. He's been in two states. One in Massachusetts, one in Utah. Guy, guys like him. Was he not Arizona? No. That was, that was uh, McCain. Oh, you're thinking John McCain. Yeah, John McCain won a lot of elections in, in so Arizona. So there, there's a lot of these moderates who Democrats in their state can vote for, 
and trust to govern by the people for the people, and that's just how it's going to be. And then you, of course, have the the MAGA, Jim Jordan, Donald Trump, that side of things. And so I don't think you can you're ever going to be able to align at least two of those parties, much less enough for a majority to ever really have a president serve consecutive terms again. All makes sense. So I'll, I'll go with that one for sure. And then to finish things up with the rise, and they, they made a small comeback and then it went right back down, I'm going with taxi drivers. So I had that one on my, on my list that I was debating about. Uh, and I guess my question is this. I agree with you, but are you including Uber drivers in that or not? No, no, no. I'm talking the yellow cab. You have to go to school for it. They take it very seriously, like those tough and rough and rumble type of guys who just know the city like the back of their hands. It, I, I think it's unfortunately going to be completely obsolete. I've only been in one taxi my entire life. I've been in like 12 Ubers. So it just it makes sense, especially for smaller towns like this. With the invention of Google Maps and Waze and Apple Maps and all of these things, it's not like you now have to hire a driver that it's that's studied for this and knows the best route every single time. You just need someone who owns a car, has a license, and has one of those three apps, and you're good to go. So I, I think the uh, the actual physical taxi drivers are going to be obsolete here really soon. Okay. Um, this is what I wanted to know. Is this the... Um is this the what's obsolete already or is what's going to be obsolete? Because I, I didn't know if we're putting Mike Pence on the list or not. Mike Pence. Was Mike Pence ever relevant at this point? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's the vice president. Um, I mean, at, past January 7th, who cared what Mike Pence really had to say? It's so interesting <laughs> because, like, I think we all agreed he did the right thing on January 6th, right? Or do you not think so? I agree. I just, I think he lost. Yeah, he lost the he lost, party. Yeah, he did. But. What what should he have done? I mean, you can't overturn the results of a of an election that can't be proven that it was stolen. And you can have all the data and stuff that you want, but the truth is, in the court of law, Trump lost a lot. For yeah, those. and 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 all the people, all the lawyers that helped Trump, are now pleading guilty and saying, "Yeah, we had no data to prove what we were arguing." Yeah. So Mike Pence, unfortunately, I. I'm talking more president of the United States level stuff here to where he was just never going to do it in the eighties, in the nineties, in the early two thousands, sands of George Bush. I think he would have been a pretty good Republican runner. Unfortunately, we as a party require um, or favor fighting and the outsider more than um, the guy who has a track record of going in and getting things done. And so that's why I, I, have a little pause. Do you want me? Is Mike Pence your official pick here, or is are we just dogging on Mike Pence for no reason? I was just dogging on him for no reason. Okay, I, that's, that's fine. Because again, I'm going to say obsolete in the next ten years. Mike Pence is already obsolete. Yeah, so that one that one would be tough. You you could just go. You could just say rhinos. I could. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go far less interesting than that. I'm going to say watch repair people. Aw, I love watches. I hate Apple watches. They're not real watches in my mind. And so I've got a, a, a great watch I love to wear. I can't find anybody that can fix it. Now, and I know in other cities you can go there and probably find somebody, but 
they're telling me, oh, well, you've got to ship it over to Switzerland because that's where the only watch watch repair people are left. Yeah, there's like three or four in Springfield, but they can't fix this one. And it's driving me crazy. And that, I know this is stupid, but it's making me crazy that I can't find somebody to fix my watch. So what's good for you is that you have um, a radio show that has a pretty wide audience, both on radio, online streaming, podcast downloads. So what we can do now is say, hey, if you know of a close-by watch repairman or if you're just an expert who wants to do it on the side, I don't know if Elijah would trust you, but we'll see. Show us some of your work, and you can uh, message the show on Facebook at the Elijah Har Show, Facebook page, Twitter at 933KWTO, the same place you can go and vote on this snake draft later. I mean, we, you know, you don't know a guy for a watch repair, but somebody out there knows a guy. All right. There we have it on the list for today. As we so, I oh, just, just want to go over the list one more time. We have barely enough time. Real quick, uh, myself, customer service, the fullback position, full-termed speakers and taxi drivers. Elijah has cashiers, pro-life Democrats, telemarketers, and watch repairmen. Real quick, I've been going back and forth between Elijah and just Elijah. Uh, do you have a preference there? Well, it depends on if you're from Iowa, where I was born, it's Elijah. If you're okay. from Missouri, it's Elijah. Okay. Well, I'm sticking with Elijah then. Go vote. Uh, Elijah Har Show Facebook page and 93.3 KWTO. As we do every day, we finish up with a quote of the day. This from John Piper. If you can't see the sun, you'll be impressed with the streetlight. If you've never felt thunder and lightning, you'll be impressed with fireworks. But if you turn your back on the greatness and majesty of God, you'll fall in love with the world of shadows and short-lived pleasures. We'll see you tomorrow on the Elijah Har Show. That ribbon of highway I saw above me That endless skyway I saw below me That golden valley